Welcome to the Monday morning episodes. Each episode is a crisp 15 minutes or less, and it features a diverse lineup of guests from accomplished authors and amazing practice owners to highly respected experts, consultants, and innovative entrepreneurs in their respective industry. Now, the mission of this episode is to bring you a single extraordinary piece of advice for practice owners that's not just insightful, but also a bit unconventional, possibly controversial, or even unheard of. And here's the interesting part. The advice can span across various domains. It can be about business acumen, self-development techniques, or health-related insights. So get ready for some thought-provoking, paradigm-shifting ideas that might just be the game-changer you've been looking for in your life and practice. Let's get started. Every dental practice knows that time is of the essence. With administrative duties piling up, you often find less time for the most crucial aspect of your work, patient care. But that's where Oryx comes in, a master of efficiency. Its advanced features, designed specifically for dental practices, streamline administrative tasks like managing patient records, scheduling, and insurance claim processing. Imagine cutting down the hours spent on administrative tasks by half or even more. What does that mean for you? More time to interact with your patients, more time to grow your practice, and ultimately, better patient satisfaction and increased revenue. Now, let's talk numbers. Mismanaged insurance claims and billing errors can take a toll on your practice's financial health. Oryx shines here as well. With the comprehensive billing and insurance management system that ensures accuracy and timeliness. By reducing the risk of rejected claims and delayed payments, Oryx helps you maintain a steady cash flow and boost your bottom line. The simplicity of Oryx also translates into savings. The user-friendly design minimizes the learning curve for you and your team, saving the time and costs associated with training your team can hit the ground running and maintain their focus where it belongs on providing excellent dental care. So we're excited to share that all our listeners have the chance to experience the Oryx Advantage. Click the first link in the show notes below and schedule a free personalized demo. And if you're a startup, check out this limited time offer. Oryx won't charge you a penny until you've reached 200 active patients. That means it's free. Oryx is free until they know you're succeeding, until you've hit 200 active patients. So click the first link in the show notes below to schedule a free personalized demo and to get this limited time offer. And go see for yourself how Oryx can bring newfound efficiency and financial savings to your dental practice. Remember, with Oryx, you're always a step ahead. Hey, Paul, so talk to us. What's one piece of advice you can give us this Monday morning? Thanks for asking me that. It's really such a great question. As a medium-age dentist, so I'm going to graduate in 2002. One thing, I, I, there's this list my coach taught me, Michael, keep doing, start doing, and stop doing. So one thing that I am glad I did early in my career, earlier than most dentists, was I hired a people coach. I hired a team management coach. I was very into creating a culture that I knew how to run it. I knew how to manage people. I knew how to develop accountability. And I will forever be grateful for both that coach and myself. I'll give myself credit 
for paying attention to the morale of the people that work in our dental office. The piece of advice that I wish I did that I did not do was I did not hire someone to take a hard look at the numbers inside of my dental practice. I was much more into feelings. I worked with my amazing dad, uh, who was a fantastic mentor and friend, passed away in 2016. Um, another person I'll forever be grateful to. But his generation of dentists, they're kind of like, ah, we take some insurance, keeps us busy, you know, and we were, I was not paying attention to the write-offs, the adjustments. We were making excuses. And I wish, Michael, that I paid more attention to the numbers earlier in my career so that I could have been more patient-centered, more profitable, been able to have a better work-life balance. So that is my advice. It might not be me who said this, Michael, but when you pay, you pay attention, right? So hmm. pay someone to help you look at how numbers and money works inside of your practice. I'm now friends with the amazing Dr. Mark Costas. He's sponsored my group. I wish I'd crossed paths with someone like that back in 2007. These things did not exist. So many of these dentists, I sound like the medium age guy, Michael, but you're so lucky to have this. I had to walk uphill both ways to school in the snow back in my early dental days, but there were no Facebook groups, no podcasts, no Instagram, no amazing things like this. So that's my advice. Pay someone to help you pay attention to your numbers as early as possible in your practice ownership journey. What about when you see these, I guess like, third-party software companies, right? That they're like, yeah, we can take your analytics. We figure everything out. Is that good enough? Well, I would say it's a, it's a start, but two things. You have these fancy watches, right? It, it could tell you how you sleep. It could tell you if you're drinking enough water, but you need someone to interpret it. You need someone to guide you. So I think by it is it is a step in the right direction. Like when people use MyFitnessPal and track what they eat each day, it's a step in the right direction to track. But the and part to that, is you just need someone who's not part of your business, not emotionally invest in your business, who can come in and help you with the reality of what happens. Maybe you're doing better in an area than you thought. Maybe you're doing more profit than one section of, I don't know, your implant dentistry, but your hygiene, there's too many write-offs because you take too many spoiled guac PPOs. So I like software that helps you track, sponsor my group, and I would just put the and part and get a coach or consultant who can help you interpret it. Gotcha. Now, rewind a little bit. You mentioned about you hired a people's coach. For what? For like the team or what is that all oh, about? Yeah. Well, when I joined my dad and his partner, mm -hmm. they were two awesome guys, but they went to dental school. They did the Air Force and Army. My dad was worked at Tom McCann's, the shoe store. They had no training on how to manage people. So there were no systems with even how people showed up, what people wore to work. There was a lot of friction, a lot of drama in the office. I do want to give a shout out to teams. I now have four businesses, two dental practices, Dental Nachos, Dentist Job Connect. And you are literally shoulder to shoulder with your team like I am all day. And there's a lot of stress with that. There's a lot of friction in a dental office and it's normal, right? People mm -hmm. go, you know, I treat my office like family, like family. I go, oh, you fight three days into your vacation like my family <laughs> does too? Because you've got to honor the team and this. We are like so close to each other all day long playing this game physically. Uh -huh. Dental nachos, I've got people on Zoom over here. So I want to share that if you don't master or at least learn how to manage the people part of your team, you know, just as simple as this, like, if four people show up on time and two people don't, the four people go, why should I show up on time? So mm -hmm. I met the amazing Carol Kivler, Kivler Communication. She's still someone I know today. And I said, I said to her as a kid, I always ask questions. I go, what do you do, Mrs. Kivler? And she goes, I teach people how to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I said, I'll never forget when she said that to me as a seventh grader. I said, what does that mean? She basically went to a community college and she would teach people about communications and she would have bread and peanut butter and jelly. And she said, teach me how to make this sandwich. And they'd say, open the bread. And she'd rip it open and half would fall on the floor. She goes, what next? 
She goes, put on some peanut butter. She'd take her whole hand in the peanut butter and slap. She goes like this. And it just showed how it's easy to not be able to communicate your message to people. So she did a whole year training for us with the team. And what was really magical about that, Michael, it gives me chills this day, is when I, you know, this was invest a lot of time and money, right? This is 2010. This is not 2024. So we took a day off a week. We paid our team. We paid her. And I got these amazing messages from the team at that time that said, thank you so much, Dr. Paul, for bringing in Carol Kivler. Not only did this help me in my profession here at the office as a hygienist, it helped me with my relationships with my mm-hmm. family. It helped mm-hmm. me with my sister. Because the same skills you use. And maybe people are like, you know what? I am kind of a jerk to people. I didn't even know it. I do. I'm too reactive. Yeah. We talk about putting deposits in people's emotional bank account. Recognized behavior is repeated. People don't argue with their own decisions. You know what people say, Michael, about coaching sometimes? I mean, people say, I don't need a coach. It's just common sense, right? All coaches do is teach common sense, right? People have apps in their phone to remind them to drink water, right? If you can't remember to drink water, Maybe it's common sense, but having accountability for these things in a group. So that was the people coach. And I'm, I would encourage both pay attention to the people part and the profit part, because these are private practices. And when you are profitability, patient-centered care is always the most important, profitability 1A. The more money you make, the more freedom you have. You can give your team raises. You can invest in new equipment. There's so many things more profit can give you. It doesn't mean so the owner of dentist can buy their third beach house. It can mean so many things that are amazing to everyone in the office, patients, team, and the practice owner. Gotcha. Okay. So then real quick, how do you stay consistent with these two practices and teachings? Because I feel like you can, you know, you go to a CE course, you take some of your team members, they're on a high, they're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then like a month, two months later, you're just, they're like, let's be real guys. We're, stuff is happening. We can't do that right now. How do you go back to that? So really good is one is expecting perfection is just a way to be miserable in anything that you do whether you're a parent, whether you're working out, whether you're a practice owner, but being consistent and always trying to return to fundamentals. So one thing we have, we have morning huddles. It's a non-negotiable morning huddles, team meetings. I give my brother, Jeff Goodman, Dr. Jeff, I'm going to a ton of credit. We have um, checklists that we use each day and we strive our best. I I tell people to say, don't try, say strive, right? Sounds better. So Mm -hmm. we strive our best. And listen, when we go off script or something happens, you know, that is not the way we expected, how do we get back on track? So we have Accountability measures like actual checklists, morning huddles, consistent team meetings. I will share in the most authentic way. I've been a dentist like this. Most things that dentists think are a waste of money, like having their team sit down for a team meeting is what's costing them money. When dentists don't think I can take a day out of my office because I can't cancel hygiene to go and learn something new at a C course, that's costing them money. And it's normal to get stuck in your own habits. Ruck's so negative, Michael. Just normal to get stuck in your own bubble. I mean, I'm in my office today. We have we literally have like five dentists here today. It's still lonely. It's, I mean, we have five <laughs> dentists. We have a prosthodontist. We have uh, you know, four dentists, you know, me, two other GPs. It's like we're in our own little caves, right? Get out of your cave, learn from other people. So I'm always saying, you know, it's a, it's a Mark Costas quote. He says, uh, the number of uncomfortable conversations you're willing to have determines your success in life. I don't know if he made it up or not. And that you got to have some uncomfortable conversations with people. We went out of network with insurance two years ago. That was a big, uncomfortable conversation. I'm not saying people should do that tomorrow, but pay attention to what some of these plans are paying you so you can maximize your own happiness. Yeah. Man, that's so tough though, Paul, sometimes like to get out of your own, you know what I mean? To say, we're going to not do two days of work, which is money coming in. Instead, we're going to have a team meeting and sit down. And then I feel like if you are debating that, how much faith do you have in your team then? You know what I mean? It, it kind of. And also I'll share, I love, you're right. It is hard, but here's the thing the pandemic has shown us. If I think of my office day in this moment, I'm in my dental office, I'd say 
20% of the people worked here before the pandemic, just 20%. That means there's like 80% new people. So you need these team meetings and accountability measures because somebody moves to freaking Napa Valley and quits dentistry. Hygienist decides to stay home with their children. Somebody's not the right fit for your office. So for you to be able to deliver awesome patient care, always number one, and be productive as possible, 1A, you need to put the pieces in place and you need these training things. I, oh, this is one thing I want to share if I have time. So I had this mm -hmm. awesome coach, Mark Dorio, who's also one of my implant patients. He signed all the HIPAA releases. I'm not going to get in trouble. And he talked about this. Um, Andy Reid used to be the coach of the Eagles. He's now the Kansas City Chiefs coach. And he came and mm -hmm. gave a lecture to my study club years ago. And he says, during the week, Andy Reid trains the players. On Sunday, he coaches them. There's a difference between coaching and training. And too often, dentists just do the coaching during the day. And the team meetings and the morning huddles, that's the training you need to perform well during these dental days. So many times, dental offices just show up and play the game, try to fix their problems during the game. And we've seen this, whether it's the NFL or your dental office, you need these outside-the-game training days. Yeah, that's good. That's really, really important. Awesome, awesome. Well, I give Mark Dorio credit. He's the one who came up with it. But I, I, I copy uh, smart people's ideas, and I really think about that if you're listening. Coaching and training are two different things. You cannot train during the game. You can only coach. So make sure you make time for training. Nice, awesome. I appreciate your time, Paul. If anyone has further questions or concerns, where can they reach out to you? Well, first, I want to say to you, uh, Guac Grateful is the highest level of thanks for doing things like this. I learn so much from podcasts every day on the treadmill, at the gym, walking around and listening to things like Entrepreneur on Fire, dental podcasts. So just creating this, Michael, you should be very proud of yourself for doing this because it's awesome. And people can reach out to me at dentalnachos.com or dentistjobconnect.com. I would love to connect with you. I always say the mission of Dental Nachos is ABC to FLA. Always be connecting to feel less alone. So I'd love to make a new friend with your audience. Awesome. So guys, that's going to be in the show notes below. And Paul, thank you so much for being with me on this Monday morning episode. My pleasure. My pleasure.